Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Guru on 95.7 The Game. It's time to go inside the boardroom. It probably is, Simus. You know why? I respect anybody that was on the Warriors beat during those years. And take a seat at the conference table. Guru's great, too. Welcome to the executive show. Nothing easy. On 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for easy waste removal. Less mess, reduce stress. Budget friendly, clean freely. Call 833-3-YELLOW or go to yellowsack.com. All righty, let's get right to it. Head out to the Bud Light guest line. All guests appear on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. It's the executive show with Zaza Pachulia. Uh, Zaza, thank you so much for joining us. And we've got uh, Evan in for Guru today, um, just to let you know. And and let me let me start here. And obviously, you, you may not know what the what the Warriors are going to do, but clearly the name James Wiseman is out there. Um, in terms of all the trade rumors. And what I'm wondering is when you have a player that young who's obviously aware of it, like have you talked to James about this time of year and 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 how to cope with it because it's something that a lot of players have to deal with at some point. Hey guys, before I answer this question, <clears throat> there are two things I want to mention. One of them is the tragedy happened in Turkey and Syria with the earthquake and you know, Warriors, obviously, we're here, we're based in the U.S., but we're a very global brand. We have followers all over the world, and we have presence all over the world, so I definitely want to acknowledge that sure. we have lost thousands of people, some people lost their lives. Uh, so, my condolences to all the family. The second one I want to mention is today's Clay's birthday, so happy oh, yeah. birthday, my brother, Clay Thompson. I actually texted this morning. I said legends are born in February because uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm born in February as well. So it's a, <laughs> a joke. But to answer your question, yes, I mean I had I did have a conversation, and that all, not only resonates the, the trade deadline and rumors, and but also the playing time, right? And my message was very simple: that something helped me throughout this uh, my career. That there are things you can control as a player. But there are things you cannot control as a player, right? So this is one of those things in the council of the trade line that he cannot control. All he can to do is be a pro, continue working hard, continue, keep getting better because he's going to need today's workout, today's progress. He's going to need, doesn't matter what jersey he wears in his life. And let's talk to him generally. Right now, of course, we're very proud to James being part of the Warriors, we love him as a person, first of all, right? Because, and then obviously as a player as well. So, but as a friend, as I said, as somebody, the older brother, you want to call it, and, you know, who's been in his situation before, 
I mean, this, I think this message helped me. So I definitely share with him this message. They just, you know, I know it's hard. You know, everybody's talking about you. You open, you know, any social media or you open any website, basketball-related website, or watch the TV, they're talking about your name is out there. So how can you just relax and just, you know, do stuff that you're supposed to or, or focus on the things really matter? So it's hard. But same time, he has to understand that this is a business and he has to understand that uh, just make sure try to focus on the things that he can control. Yeah, Zaza, and having played 16 years and now being with the Warriors organization, you understand that business side, but I also know that that you were traded. I know not at the deadline, but in the offseason from Milwaukee to Dallas in 2015. How did you deal with that switch and knowing that your name was potentially floated in these circles and having to be okay with that, but also knowing that the next day your key card's not working in, in Milwaukee and you're going to be heading to Dallas. I mean, how do you kind of deal with those those conversations that swirl around you and that are continuously in flux? Yeah, that's a good question. But before I answer the question, I want to tell you that I was in a similar situation. I was playing for Dallas Mavericks and it was literally it was almost that deal for me to trading to Houston for Brad Miller. Hmm. And, uh, you know, there are a couple of nice Prior to the trade deadline, you know, I couldn't sleep. I was literally, I was up all night. I was nervous. I was younger, right? So I didn't have right. this experience. And I was just like, you're in the middle of the season. I already have a family. Kids going to the school, right? I mean, so much going on in my mind. And it was so disturbing. It was such an unpleasant situation to be. But trade didn't happen. And that definitely motivated me because I think... Um, I think I finished my you know uh, season really. I mean, it was kind of for the young guy. It was like a wake up call. I said, "Oh wow, this this can happen." I could have easily get moved, so I got motivated. I got mad at it as well, but that, that madness was I translated to the motivation. I said, "I'm going to prove you guys that you know you guys did the right thing, not trading." You know, so um, I want to make sure that it, and it can be a you know thing. I don't know, like you know, it depends how the things gonna shape up and. Um, we're talking generally, but to answer your question, from moving from Milwaukee to Dallas, actually, no disrespect to anyone, but it was actually better for me, you know. And then I was excited. I was going to play with Dirk, and you know, we even though I had Giannis, but Giannis was eighteen, nineteen year old kid, and he still had years ahead of him to get to the point where he was capable to, and. Um, that year, pre- previous year, we only won 15 games, I believe, with the Milwaukee Bucks, where I, I went to the team where it's a playoff playoff team, you know? So it was like, I think I felt like it was upgrade. It was warmer in Dallas and Texas, like <laughs> standing Kentucky. So there's a lot of positives. And play for, you know, Coach Carlisle and with Dirk and Darren Williams and, and the guys, it was like better in team. And I was a better on myself. So I thought kind of, didn't feel as bad as like, but it still feels kind of awkward that you're getting traded, you know? So, but again, like I say, control the things you can control. So I think I really had that mindset, especially I was 30 plus years old. And guess what? I had my career year with, with, with Dallas Mavericks, nice. playing with those guys and play, play for Coach Carlisle. Yeah. So like I say, things of course, like can be pros and cons, like positives and negatives. And, you gotta try to make sure as a player to take advantage of it, you know, because every situation, every decision has some positive, right? So try to take advantage of positive things and make it work. Zaza Pachulia joining us on the executive show. It's a Warriors Wednesday, uh, brought to you by Yellow Sack. Uh, to me, the the big issue with this team is 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 on the defensive end, and and, and do you do you feel like? You've got good defense. Like, do you feel like this team has a championship uh, defensive run in them? Um, because it, 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 when people look at your championship teams, they always seem to dismiss that end of the floor. But you were great defensively. Um, can you be great again defensively with this uh, with this roster? Great question. I think watching the uh, Warriors in a team this year, we showed the highlights, okay, so we showed the games, we showed the position, but we were not able to bring it together for 48 minutes in consistent basis. I think that's the, that's the biggest thing. We are capable to, 
you know, a core of the core of the guys still here, and then we have one of the best defenders, if not the best, with Jermaine Green and, and Wiggins, and we added Dante. Obviously, we all know how smart he is and you know, how great he is defensively, right? So, and plus you got Clay. So we got pieces. We have guys to believe in defense, right? Understand the defense. It's a matter of like bringing it to things together, consistent basis, and that's what we're working on. Uh, in my opinion, so um, I'm, 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 you know, if it was broken, if we had a guy who doesn't understand the importance of the defense, right, or doesn't know how to play defense, I would say, like, you know, what we're doing, right? But that's not the case. I mean, I, I, I like the situation we are, obviously, uh, because we are very close of bringing things together. Now, is it going to happen? I don't know. But it's better to be in this situation rather than having a bunch of players who have no clue what's happening on defense. Zaza, I appreciate you bringing up early the, the Turkey and Syria earthquake and certainly our thoughts and prayers go out to everyone there. But the second part of your opening statement was about the birthday boy. And I do want to ask you about Clay Thompson. Of course, he's torn, turning 33 today. He's coming off a month in January in which was arguably his best shooting month of his career. 46, 43, 91 from you know the field, three-point and, and at the free throw line. And at the beginning of this year, we were talking about what's going on with Clay's shot. You know, Is he forcing it? What is he doing? Well, he looked pretty in rhythm over the last you know ten games of this regular season. Have you seen a sort of a, a switch at all from Clay Thompson? And do you think this is the Clay Thompson that Warriors fans can expect the rest of the way? Yeah, I mean, even last game he was amazing, and uh, you know, it resonates like when Steve took him out of the gates. I think it was four minutes left against Oklahoma uh, City Thunder. You know, he got standing ovation, well-deserved standing ovation, by the way. Uh, had an awesome game. And um, that, was a, that was not a coincidence in my opinion, right? So the way he played, uh, especially him understanding the staff being out, now it's going to be more responsibility, you know, with him and, you know, the amount of shots he's going to get. Or uh, So it's his team is depending on him and his shooting ability, right? So because he's the best three-point shooter we have. So I'm not surprised at all. I mean, when you look at the beginning of this, you know, of the season, you know, there's so many things we can talk about. You know, with him not being in a the game shape, and you know, um, maybe championship hangover, and you know, so many things can come right that kind of affect it. When you bring the things together, it will becoming like a uh, it's a challenge, right? So, but now here we are in the middle of the uh, season, right? And um, he, he, he got his legs under his, you know, under him and his confidence came, uh, right? And he's in a better shape and, you know, momentum is there and, and rhythm is there. So we see the clay, you know, playing, as you mentioned, uh, you know, best money or the best month in his career with the percentage of life. And then um, more to come, right? You know, especially the staff being out. And we had this 11 game stretch where Steph was out. Like, he was amazing, you know? So, uh, I think it's a matter of his mind. And as far as he keeps his mind right and seems and feels and talking to him, he's in a really, really good place right now, mentally and physically. So, that's what we want. I don't think the guy can do anything. I mean, we would be enjoying watching Clay and doing amazing things with, you know, the, the breaking a record or in a three point makes, three point right. makes or. 60 point under 30 minute ride over the only whatever so this guy's amazing player Zaza thank you so much as always for joining us really appreciate it. What, you want to squeeze, squeeze one, one more? Yeah, Zaza, obviously there was a big thing that happened in the NBA last night with LeBron passing up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I did want to ask you as someone that played against him, just how incredible you feel both LeBron James' career is as well as having played against a lot of great players over your 16 years, who else would you put in that conversation as far as the best guys that you have played with or against? Yeah, that's, I'm glad. Thank you for asking this question because I never played with uh, uh, with LeBron on the same team, and we came the same year. In, uh, you know, we had the same draft. You know, three draft class, and you know, since day one we've been battling. Especially, I would spend a lot of my time in Eastern Conference, and in seventeen eighteen, obviously we faced 
the Cavaliers in the finals, right? So it's a lot of battling, you know, uh, between two of us but since day one. And I'm going to tell you, I have nothing but the respect to the guy, what he's accomplished, what he's done. I mean, for me, in many ways, right? You know, for game of this basketball, even for myself, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, whatever he, he did, uh, you know, we were discussing that yesterday with, with my friends, like, with Messi being able to pass, you know, Ronaldo with the amount of goals, right, you know, scored. Well, I, I think this is way harder. This is way harder. Think about how many years this nobody could could done it, you know, and and, and here we are talking about the guy who, you know, who played, this is 19th season, I believe, right? Yeah. So, um, he's, he's special, uh, and, and, you know, his name is going to be remembered, history of basketball with the, uh, you know, Oh, forever, and yeah. um, I'm so grateful to have memories with this guy and play against him, and nothing but the respect for this guy, and and I'm so so grateful to, like I say, share the stories and memories playing against this guy. Yeah, he's obviously one of the greatest. Zaza, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Have a good rest of the week. Thanks, guys. You too. All right, that was Zaza Pachulia, courtesy of the Bud Light guest line. Also, the executive show brought to you by Yellow Sack. Try a dumpster bag for easy waste removal. Less mess, reduce stress. Budget-friendly, clean freely. Call 833-3-YELLOW or go to yellowsack.com. And there's no better time to do that than right now. Go get that stuff out of the basement that's got all moldy and got all the, got all ruined because of the rain. Order yourself a yellow sack, put it in your garage or your driveway, wherever you want it, and then fill that bad boy up with stuff. Fill it up with stuff that you want to get rid of. Yellow sack. One of my favorite companies. It feels like your yellow shirt should have yellow sack right in the front. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. What do you think of uh, uh, Zaza? Well, I think first, if we're talking about the trade deadline, the fact that Zaza in the trade that didn't happen when he was in Dallas, apparently for Brad Miller, right, motivated him and made him mad in a sense, which spurred him to have a career year. I'm not saying that's immediately what's going to happen to James Wiseman because, of course, you need minutes in order to prove that. And Zaza was a starter when he was in those trade talks. But that is kind of the way I, I feel like Wiseman should approach this time in his young career is... Whether it be whoever you can take it out on in practice, if he gets a chance back in the G League to play, or whenever he gets an opportunity in the regular season for the Warriors, take it out on whoever is in front of you. Because it sounds like Zaza is is in a way trying to encourage this young man to channel that that motivating energy from. Damn, you know, I I don't know if if the Warriors want me around, and you know, a, a, am I a bus? I'm sure there's a lot of different things going through James's mind. Maybe not that last one, but. How can you channel that aggressive energy into the opportunities that you're given, even if it's not in a game? That's what I hope is the next part of his chapter. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, We just talked to Zaza Pachulia on the executive show, so we got some open lines if you want to jump in. Uh, I was reading some stuff today. Uh, there's a writer out of Boston, Steve Bolpet. He's been uh, he's been around for a while, and he quoted a league executive, Evan, that said he thought the Warriors were a good bet to make a move. A rival executive or or a league executive said he thought the Warriors were going to make a move. Um, he thinks they're a good bet to make a move. And my question to Warrior fans, and I'll, I'll pose the same one to you guys as I posed to Bob Myers: Do you want to make a deal? Or do you need to make a deal if you're the Golden State Warriors? Or do you want to sit tight? What do you do if you're Bob Myers and Joe Lacob? You ready to part with James Wiseman after two and a half years of some hard luck? He's had some bad luck, right? Well, and, He's had a little bit of bad luck. And we can pose maybe a more, a more tangible question. Over under half a trade. Over under half an acquisition by the Golden State Warriors by noon tomorrow. Do you oh. think that's an over or under? I'm going to have to take the under. I am too. I, I just don't think that they are willing to move off of these guys. Even, I mean, maybe for the, for, you know, the, a guy you can slot in, like we're saying, is the six or the seven spotty rotation. 
but I cannot give up on the ceiling, the potential, whatever synonym you want to use for James Wiseman, Moses Moody, and especially who uh, you know Jonathan Kamingo is not in these trade talks, but specifically Wiseman, I can't do it. Right, and and here's what here's the other thing that I think is happening, uh, and I, I know it's what I would do. Let's say you're Toronto, and the Warriors are talking about Ananobi. Well, if I'm the if I'm the Raptors, I say you don't sniff Ananobi without Kaminga in the deal. Yeah, I'll try to give me Wiseman and Moody. Ananobi's a player in this league. He's good. He may, in fact, make you guys better. So we're going to need Kaminga, and then at that point, it becomes probably not right. Well, and it's interesting. A caller brought up the whole Kavon Looney factor and him not getting paid as much as maybe people thought he was. That's because Kavon Looney is valuable to the Golden State Warriors. He is not valuable, obviously, in a way to the 29 other teams in the NBA. Otherwise, someone would have thrown some money at him. I think right now, James Wiseman's value is more internal than external. And that's another reason why I would not move him, because he's more valuable to Golden State and his upside than what he is immediately to another team in return for whatever you're going to get. James Wiseman is in a a certainly fragile place, and it's, like we've said, it's kind of a crossroads in his career to an extent. But if they don't move him by tomorrow... One, if they really wanted to, after they reevaluate everything over the summer with the decisions they're going to have to make, they could move him then. I don't think that there's a move out there to be made that moves the needle enough for me to say the Warriors can make this move involving James Wiseman and it will lead us closer to a title. I think what they currently have is what they're going to have to ride with, and that is going to be the factor of whether or not they repeat as defending champs. And here's the here's the question, and let's go through it. Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, Poole, that's six. DiVincenzo, seven. Kaminga, eight. Let's say Jermichael Green, nine. Lamb slash somebody else, ten. Is that is that enough? Is that a championship team? Ty Jerome, is it? Is that a championship team? To me, there's, there's something... I love the first six, and they've proven it, but there's a lot of unknowns after that top six. And the other thing, obviously, I'm worried about is... Is can they stay healthy the rest of the year, the Warriors? Because that's obviously that's first and foremost for them. It's probably first and foremost for for every team. But well, they kind of couldn't stay healthy last year, except when it counted. Right, right, and and maybe look, no, maybe it's going to set up like that again. Who knows? Uh, but I do know that their role players were better last year, hundred percent, and. You're going to be asking some people, you know, some younger players to to step up in the postseason if if they play at all. So no, I mean, that, we'll, look, that's a good point. Like they have their championship six, those guys that contributed to last year's team and winning a title from the top six up. You have those guys, but I do think, and maybe we're starting to realize how important the seven, eight, and nine really were. Of course, in the regular season, but also in the playoffs, because like, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable with Jamichael Green playing significant minutes in a in a playoff series. I don't know if I feel comfortable with you know Dante DiVincenzo trying to keep. Apparently, now if you're playing the Dallas Mavericks, either Luka Doncic or Kyrie Irving in front of him. I like Dante DiVincenzo. I think that Jonathan Kaminga has the potential to, to step into these postseason minutes and be successful, but it's also going to be the first time he's played significantly in the playoffs. And I think that what Jordan Poole did last year in the first round against the Nuggets is something that's more of an outlier as opposed to what rookies in the postseason or players in their first year in the playoffs typically do. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. The trade deadline in the NBA, less than 23 hours away. Less than 22 hours away, actually. Tomorrow at noon, you want to see the Warriors make a move. You want to see them perhaps unload one of their young guys, Wiseman or Moody, for immediate help. That scares me. That scares me. I'm not I'm not ready to do that yet. I'm not... I said it six times already. I, you can't trade Wiseman, can you? 
I'm out. I'm out on Trade and Wiseman. What about you guys at 888-957-9570? And like I said, the NBA trade deadline is Thursday, and we've got you covered with all the latest news leading up to it. Our trade deadline coverage brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' comp law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. This segment also sponsored by Pfizer. a better handicap in golf. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty, Evan Giddings in for Daryl the Guru Johnson. We'll be here for another 90 minutes. Turn it over to Ratto and Damon. They have Peter King coming up at 5 o'clock. Peter King, 5 o'clock. We're going to get to the Niners at uh, in about a half hour because some some news out on the 49ers and some uh, some provocative stuff actually that uh, I want to I want to get into uh, involving Purdy, Garoppolo, and 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 even Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, but first, we're talking about the Golden State Warriors who have about 22 hours to make a trade or to not make a trade. Trade deadline tomorrow at noon our time. A lot of conjecture about whether or not they're going to trade James Wiseman. And uh, I'm out. I can't. I, I can't. It just scares me a little too much to trade James Wiseman at 21, 22 years old, whatever he is. Um, He's I just, to I drink. just don't. What's that? He's allowed to drink. Does it feel like it's a damned or you if you do damned if you don't type situation at the deadline? As no, it pertains to Wiseman, no, because they they are coming off a title, and I, I do think. You know, that's huge. You know, if the Warriors don't win a title last year and Wiseman's not playing, then I think we have a real, real big problem. But they did win a title last year, and that at least is a reason why he didn't play because you're still a championship-caliber team. I think we all agree if he were on Charlotte or, who else, Houston, he'd be playing. Yeah, but but if... The future plays out like like you believe it is, which is the Warriors will not win the championship. And it doesn't look like James Wiseman can crack even the regular season rotation as opposed to a, a playoff tightening rotation. Then isn't that kind of the same scenario you were talking about last year minus the championship? Like it's just a year kicked down the line. But Wiseman's largely in that same boat of, I don't really know what to do about this guy. Yeah, and I, I think that's the other thing that's, it's if I'm. Let me ask you a question. If you're Joe Lacob right now, all right, I, I wish. you got Curry, you got Draymond, who's either going to opt out or not opt out. Do you re- re- regardless of what happens this year? Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Here. Do you think the Warriors, like, you can't count on the big three next year? I think you can for 55 games. Yeah, I didn't mean they can't. What I'm saying is... In the regular season, yeah. I mean, those guys, those three have a better chance to win it this year than next year. I agree with that. Is what is what I'm getting at. I agree with that. And I I just think it's going to be more difficult for... The big three to continue to motivate themselves to play with high energy for a sustained period of time, whether it be because of father time, whether it be because of nagging injuries. And hopefully Stephen Curry is going to be allowed to, at some point during this summer, have the the surgeries for his shoulder, You know, whether it be his knee, clean everything up, heading into next year. But then that's something you got to keep an eye on. Draymond Green has always kind of had these nagging injuries the last few years. Well, last year was a back. This year it's kind of a calf, but it hasn't kept him out. Klay Thompson at least appears to be back to kind of the Iron Man that he once was. But again, you never know after having two major reconstructive surgeries. So I would say, yes, it does seem like this big three this year, that's like this is going to be a better chance for them to win a title than next year based on their own play. But, of course, the hope is that the rest of the youth, that second timeline or you know Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, other guys that also have yeah. factored into the championship can get to another level to account for that inevitable drop-off. Let's go out to, uh, let's go out to JB. JB's in Fremont. Hey, JB, what's going on? Hey, guys, how you doing? That was a great interview you had with Zaza. Oh, thank you. Thanks, thanks, JB. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it was great. Listen, I wanted to mention, you know, about Wiseman. I mean, this is just my opinion. I mean, he's been with the team for a while. Um, I think definitely athletically, he he definitely can perform. But I don't know. I'm just not seeing that steady uh, basketball IQ increase. And I think that's going to be a problem. I think he's always going to be athletic. And I, and I started to think about it. I'm saying, you know what? The guy gets hurt in practice. Obviously, they're working with him on, you know, how to play defense and that sort of thing. But it's just not showing up in the game against key players. And if you watch how he plays now towards the latter part of, of the season, if, if he doesn't shoot, which he's not, he's going to instantly pass the ball. But that first pass is always like a predictable pass because they know he's not going to shoot. Right. And I just, I just don't see him it, it, having him in there. It almost looks like it's a, it's going to be another small ball team, because I don't think he has. It's not just the athleticism; it's that basketball IQ. I, I just don't see it. I mean, that's just my opinion, guys. All right, it's valid. It's valid, JB. It's valid. I. It's valid. Can you expect him to have that sort of IQ, though, when he hasn't I know. played? Like, that is also something well, that I, I kind of am with James Wiseman. And it's like, but but has Kaminga gotten smarter? No doubt. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Has he so, played more? Well, maybe that, you know, that, there's the old chicken and the egg that we'll never find out. Did, did he play more because he, he, he started to play smarter? Or did he get more playing time and then he started playing smarter? I... 
I tend to think that they gave him more defined roles, uh, more. I mean, he's. I'll tell you what, it, Kaminga has really done a nice job of keeping it simple in the last couple months. He guards his man who has the ball a lot. He he'll take that walk into a three. He took a couple mid ranges that looked not bad. Um, he's not forcing it. So I, I like I think Kaminga has at least figured out how he can stay on the court for 15 or 20 minutes a game. I also think it's easier for Kaminga to it prove, is. not just because he's given more opportunities, but because of the position he plays and the fit of that position in Golden State, which is if you're a perimeter guy and you prove that you can defend and you have that, that wingspan, that God-given ability, like you're going to be on the court. Whereas James Wiseman, like again, Kavon Looney is is a huge part of what the Warriors have been. He plays 20 to 25 minutes. Those are minutes that are not allotted to a backup big man in a way they used to. Like, right. The Warriors just don't simply use a traditional five in the way that Wiseman and his skill set is playable for. Meanwhile, Kaminga, to me, if he shows that he's engaged and he's locked in like he has, Steve Kerr's going to give him the benefit of the doubt and give him more minutes. Uh, 925, all the young guys have gotten the same opportunity. Kaminga capitalized off it. Kaminga was in the doghouse for a long time. Wiseman doesn't prove anything in his minutes. That's a fair statement. Tim, North Carolina. What's going on, Tim? How you doing, man? What's up, Sonny? How you doing, man? I, I agree with you 100%, man. I'm not I'm not giving up on the kid just yet. I think some of the frustrations with Kerr is that, listen, nobody thinks the system should be changed. Not at all. Not a bit. But the great coaches usually can adapt their system of their coaching style sometimes to the talent. And if you're telling me five minutes uh, 10 minutes a game. How many times do we see the Warriors can't get a basket? You're telling me five or 10 minutes a game when Poole is out there, Wiggins, Draymond, Kaminga, we can't get the ball up and down the floor and become that team that can take advantage of this guy's athletic ability or Kaminga. Like we see how Kaminga can change it up and get to the basket and get to the rim. The, the reason why Steiner, you don't see any wings out there to trade for, the Warriors are a victim of their own success. The entire league True. is small ball now. The entire league has adapted and they play that type of basketball now. So when you ask why did they draft James Wiseman, why did they do it? Maybe because maybe we need to flip it a little bit. Maybe we need to flex to a running type of pick and roll team for five minutes when he's on the floor so we can get an easy bucket from now and then. We adjusted to Jordan Poole's strength Right, we get him on the floor, knowing he's a weak defender. But we we get the best out of him, and we've adjusted to his defense. You're telling me we can't somehow maximize this guy's potential? He can get up and down the floor. He can pin guys. I like what you said earlier about Tajerome not even looking at him. It's almost borderline criminal. The guy is half his size, and he's got him pinned under the basket, and they'll still jack up a three. So the great coaches, the frustration, Stani, is that. The Belichicks of the world and Don Nelsons of the world. When he got Randy Moss, what happened? The 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 the, the Patriots became run and gun. Those they broke records. Okay, we got a look. I'm not comparing him to Moss. All I'm saying is, for five minutes of the game, when Poole is out there, Steph is maybe out of the game, and we got some of the young guys mixed in with Wiggins and Draymond. We can't become a team that's running the ball up and down the floor, getting him out in transition, getting some easy easy buckets, and taking advantage of his talent. That's the frustration because if you know basketball, you can see how this guy can you to be be of help to you. And finally, I know you can see that. No, Steph Curry is the system. We know that, but the great ones would find a way to get something out of this guy, and we can all look and tell that that can happen. All right, Tim, appreciate it. I don't know. Okay, so th- this is where I will defend Steve Kerr because I don't think that you can. They are not going to change their system for a backup center at this point. If James right. Wiseman had shown, whether and it's in his you know his rookie season, in practice, in the few opportunities he's gotten, that he can be a guy who can pass and defend and do everything outside of just play with his back to the basket. Offensively, he seems like you know if you throw him the ball down the post, which Ty Drum didn't do, but on other occasions players have. 
he can he can go get you a basket, but the ball stops. Like that's not Warriors basketball. When the ball is not popping, they are generally not playing good basketball. And so I can't come down Steve Kerr's road for saying, you know what, everyone, let's stop and do exactly what we need to do to maximize James Wiseman right now. That's not something that I see a four-time champion head coach and six times as a player do, and that's not what I would expect him to do. Well, and that's and that's where I'm at, too. I, um, Steve Kerr, we know who he is as a coach. He's defined himself. He's, You know what? He's tough on young players. He doesn't play young players uh, until they prove to him that they can defend. All right. Well, I can't ask Steve Steve Kerr uh, to coach against his philosophy. I mean, if you got a problem with that, then get a coach in here uh, who's who's more willing to try to develop players, young players. But let me tell you something. That's going to get blowback from Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, Iguodala, because they still think they can they can get this they can get this thing done. So I I see both sides obviously, and I I think after everything's said and done, I'm going to assume that nobody's going to give me this is my assumption. Nobody's given me a player for James Wiseman that I look at and say we got a better chance to win it all right now. Marginally, maybe, but I'm not. I'm not trading James Wiseman for a guy who might help the next three months. But that's it. But you know what? The other thing is, I I also said I don't want to trade Wiseman for an expiring contract because it sends kind of a bad message. But you know what? Joe Lacob's in cost cutting mode. He is. They are deep into the tax. And if they tell if they tell wise if they trade Wiseman for an expiring contract, they save a boatload of money. That is a factor. We don't like it, but it's a factory. If there's more minutes to go around, I'll hear it. But what great Hall of Fame head coach off the top of your head has adapted, changed their system, whatever whatever you want to call it, to a player that is not in the top of a rotation. Never. Never, probably. And you were talking about players, you know, developing. We were trying to think of players who were developed on championship squads. And it's hard. You know, I get, would you say, like, okay, the Spurs, they have David Robinson, here comes Tim Duncan, they win, and then Kawhi comes in. Now, they had Ginobili and, and Parker, obviously. Yeah. But that's that's the way it's kind of got to be done. Uh, you know, James Worthy, the Lakers pick him up kind of early in their dynasty, mid-dynasty, and he's an unbelievable player. Did they develop him? I guess you got to give him credit for developing James Worthy, even though he was just a star when he came into the league, kind of. Um, uh, yeah, I know he wasn't the second overall pick. It was the first, but you're right. I mean, that would be a great example. Kawhi is. Right. But after Tim Duncan was gone, after with the Lakers, Magic Johnson was gone, they were largely in it. Like those teams were not good. Like you need stars right. at the end of the day. And I think that a Tim Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker, Kawhi is incredible. But without them, like you have to develop, I guess, develop multiple guys. Even if they hit on, you know, Poole or Kaminga or Wiseman individually, the Warriors were a dynasty because they hit on like four or five guys in the span of two seasons. If you're looking at Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and he's not a hit, but Harrison Barnes was a starting caliber player. Like Andre Iguodala was was signed and added. Like all of those pieces moving at the same time are what created a dynasty, not drafting one and then developing while you already ha- don't have minutes to hand out. Right. They needed, I mean, they needed Wiseman to burst onto the scene, but they shouldn't have expected that because it rarely happens, especially with a big man. Armand in San Jose. What's going on, Armand? How you doing? Hey, what's going on? Yeah, first I want to say something. Um, I don't believe adapting your system is that bad if a guy has a particular skill set. Remember, Steve Kerr is the one that came out and said, well, Wiseman can give us 20 a game, but we don't need that. Okay, so if you say that, that means you're comfortable with his offense. So if that's what he does best, 
I would think as the number two overall pick that you invested in, at least to speed up his development. Wouldn't it make sense to do something that he's comfortable with? Also, when you talk about swapping the ball, the other guy that's hosting with you, the ball stops when Jordan Poole is over dribbling. Okay, the ball stops when Draymond Green is holding up the damn offense because he won't shoot the ball and everybody's leaving him open. The ball stops when Looney has the ball near the paint and he's looking for somebody else to do something instead of scoring. So let's not make it seem like if Wiseman gets in the game and he's in the post, the offense changes because it has to stop. Part of the problem with our offense is that we got a couple of guys on the court at the same time that don't have to be guarded. That changes with Wiseman even in the five minutes that he plays. Another thing, too, they don't really know his game coming in. If you remember that interview Penny Hardaway did after the season was over, his rookie year, he said he was teaching Wiseman how to have guard skills. The man basically is a hybrid. The problem is his skills aren't refined enough yet so that you can have him do what he wants to do. But the problem that I see, some of the things that he did well, pick and pop, his rookie year, we don't do that. Like He's not just a guy who can play inside. He actually can shoot the ball. Now, you can say he doesn't do it well. I'm not saying he does anything great. When I'm saying the things that he does do naturally, he does better. So why don't you focus on that while you want him to play defense? Last point about all that. Poole doesn't play defense. The whole team's defense right. thinks. If I hear one more person talk about you can't put him on the court because of the defense, then you don't have a team because the whole defense thinks. Well, so what- I hear you. Th- hey, Arma, good stuff. But he, he, here's what I would say about the defense is you can't have a big, like, I get it. Jordan Poole's not good defensively on the perimeter. That's why Wiseman has to be a better defensive player. And I'm not going to single out Jordan Poole because Curry hasn't been good defensively this year, neither has Clay Thompson. So if you have a perimeter team that can't defend, that's why Looney and Draymond have to play because they they have a they have a sense of how to cover up for the perimeter lapses on defense. And Wiseman kind of doesn't have a clue in that area. And, and look, there's, there's certainly room for him to improve. I hear what Armand is saying about you know, them not, I guess, accentuating his skill set. But there were times this year in which we saw Wiseman on the court with Curry or Poole, and they tried to run pick and roll. I, I, th- there's a sequence, I remember, where Stephen Curry in Orlando was calling for James Wiseman to be in a certain spot. He wasn't there, and he wouldn't throw him the ball, and he was visibly upset with what Wiseman was doing. Like, those are, unfortunately, those are learning experiences for James Wiseman. The issue is, and I think probably what people are going through is when you have a team that wants to compete for a title, come playoff time, you can't afford to have those moments. And James Wiseman right now, for whatever reason, has not shown that he can put together enough of those sequences to give people confidence that he can stay out there. I don't know if it's offense. I don't think it's offense. I think it's more defense. It's, you know, being able to screen and pass and do things that like Penny Hardaway was apparently saying is, is not necessarily in James Wiseman's bag yet. But I also don't think the Warriors are in a position where they can afford to give him 20 to 25 minutes and stay afloat in games in which they now have to win. Right. Like they're and in a position where they need W's. Like now it's almost getting harder to get Wiseman on the floor because you need, as the later the season goes, the more you got to win. Let's go to Marcus before we close out this segment. What's going on, Marcus? He's in New Orleans. What's going on? What's up, guys? Let me jump in real quick because I know you got to go. But I uh, just hearing a couple of callers in the past talk about uh, Poole, wide Poole playing when he's not a great defensive player. You know what? If those other guys were as good at offensive players as Jordan Poole, they'd probably be on right. the floor too. The thing is, you don't adapt to mediocre players. You adapt to great players. When Steve Kerr came into the, came to the league as coach for the Warriors, he literally changed the entire offense and right. it around Steph Curry because Mark Jackson's isolation offense was actually holding the team back. The other thing that they're talking about with Steve Kerr is that they keep talking about, well, he, he doesn't develop big men. He doesn't want to play big men. Well, this is complete crap as well. If you've got decent big men, you'll play them. Yeah. Zaza, Fester, JaVale McGee, David West, Bogut. He would like to run the offense through big yep. men. But he's only got Draymond who's good at that. So we got to... This is why fans shouldn't be talking about this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, th- thanks, Mark. Marcus, appreciate the call. No, I mean, that's one thing that, that that people have forgotten, kind of. One of the reasons the Warriors, like, when the Warriors were playing Bogut 
and Draymond Green. They had the best shooters in the league, and they all, but they also had the best front court passing tandem in the league. Like you can't you can't get those guys the kind of looks that they they their looks aren't as good if they're if their five man doesn't have a clue on how to pass. That's why Draymond's phenomenal. He he sees how Steph and Clay get open a split second before. Bogut could do it too. That's why they played. But Wiseman's not there yet. Yeah, no, Steve Kirk, he did come in and create a system that complemented his pieces, but those pieces were already in place and not necessarily proven as far as whether they could win a championship, but Stephen Curry was already a, a budding star at that point. Like in 2014 and 13, people were on notice about the Golden State Warriors. And what did Steve Kerr want to do? He wanted to come in and make sure they passed the ball more than any other team because Mark Jackson ran a largely isolation offense that, that didn't complement what his players did. So I, I, I understand what they're saying. It's just it's a little different for me with Wiseman specifically and Steve Kerr because I just feel like he has to reorganize so much of his equation to compliment James Wiseman, who right now I don't think is going to be the difference in a title team or not. And so it's it's just hard. I, I, he's he's stuck, unfortunately. It's a Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. The segment also sponsored by Save Mart. I'll tell you what we're talking about on the other side. Did the 49ers quarterback situation get more cleared up today? Or less. We'll talk about it on the other side on 95.7 The Game. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.